0: It is time for your favorite Android podcast from the crew of blindandroidusers.com. Kick back and enjoy another fine episode from these Google fanboys as they navigate Android from a blindness perspective. And now, here are your hosts.
1: Hello, and welcome to episode 37 of the Blind Android Users podcast. I'm Ed Green, and I'm here with my co-hosts Warren Carr, Austin Pinto, Marian Mosen, and Anna Garza. And we're recording this episode on the 21st of August, 2021. Uh, It's a busy show for you this week. Um, We have an exciting announcement uh, that Austin will bring us presently. Um, We then have a very boring uh, Android Basics app category for you this week. This is health and fitness, but I am going to point out a useful feature of your podcast clients, uh, which may well save you this week when we come to that section. Uh, Marion brings us the latest in her uh, series on the commentary screen reader. Um, we then have um the app of the week, which will be uh Doug Cameron demonstrating the app which drives the Tick Watch Pro and the demo that you may have already heard on our YouTube channel of that watch. And then Warren will bring us highlights from Talkback. And finally, um joining us live to give us her Android journey is Tracy Smith from South Africa. Hi, Tracy. Hi. Excellent, there you are. Well, as I say, busy show coming up. How is everyone? Good, good, Mark, good. You good, Anna? Good.
0: Excellent. You well, Warren? Uh, he's hiding under a rock. Hi, What's everybody. <laughs> <laughs> there
1: he is. Back out from under
0: the rock. Uh, i doing well, show, man.
1: entertaining discussion on the health and fitness app has caused Warren to hide in shame. easy uh, was. He's, he's emerged. I'm being uh, sheepish about it. Maybe, maybe we'll include an outtake on a Christmas special so you can hear what that was. Um,
2: Austin, are you all right? Yeah, I'm all right. I'm very happy because of the big announcements and the Lord's test and everything. So yeah, very let's happy. not talk
1: about the Lord's test. Uh, uh, and how are you, Mariam? What's going on in Egypt?
3: Yeah, things are good. I'm just staying quiet because I'm preparing for a huge fight with Warren today. It might be tomorrow.
1: Brilliant. We'll all look forward to that. Well, then. Uh, Austin, I know we've got a big announcement that we've teased our Telegram group about. Do you want to tell us all about that?
2: Yeah, this is the biggest announcement ever after starting the show. And that is now we want to thank our listeners for listening to us. But now it is a chance that our listeners be more active in the show. They be a more bigger part of the team. So our site has been launched and we have also worked on and launched a user space area. So what you could do is you could go to blindandroidusers.com. You could create your account by clicking on the member login area, then you register. And after that, after you approve your account, you can create guides for us. We accept any guides on any topic which relates to Android. So it can be talkback guides, CSR guides, roaming guides, anything to do with Android. But one thing is there that when you create your account, you have to check your spam folder in your email because the confirmation email goes in your spam folder. So you need to go and confirm it there and then you can create your guide. You set up a good, strong password and you can create and submit a guide. We have set this up as an approval system. So once you send your guide, you submit your guide on the site, we will approve it because we do not want um, bots and spams to get posted to a site automatically or anything related to piracy get uploaded to a site. So we have set it for approval only, but that is for now. We may remove it after some time. And the next announcement, which is a small announcement is, I don't know. A lot of people must have subscribed to us on blindandroidusers.potsite.io. It is good that you subscribe to us there. You can stay subscribed there. No problem. But I would recommend you that you go to blindandroidusers.com. You go to subscribe to newsletter and subscribe. On our site, because as people post new guides, as new podcasts are uploaded, you will get all the guides and the podcasts and everything straight to your inbox. But with Podside, you will only get the podcast announcements every week. So right now, we are sending you the newsletter once a month, but as the number of guides increase, we may send you a newsletter once a week or once in two weeks so that is from the big announcement for the show
1: and I know this is something that users have been asking for for a little while. So hopefully we will get uh, guides. Uh, Austin mentioned um, spam and uh, piracy as reasons that we need an approvals mechanism. The other thing we'll just want to do is obviously maintain some consistency and quality control. We know that everyone does their best when posting a guide, but we need we need to just double check that, uh, they're, that they're accurate. Uh, so uh, that might be another reason we take a look. But do please submit your content. It's the only way the site can grow uh uh, rapidly obviously we can't we can't post everything there is to post about android so do get those uh community contributions coming in and get your guides uploaded the other thing worth mentioning this week we've got a couple of new phones to talk about uh warren do you want to kick off and talk about
0: the pixel 5a launch the pixel 5a it's a decent device and of course yours truly went out then put his knucklehead out then pre-ordered of course i'm going to be unboxing it for the podcast and so definitely looking forward to it and um yeah that will be my thought about the 5a just uh yesterday's warren's chip 765 snapdragon 765 but it's gonna be good yeah, and $449, I think. So yeah, I 449 I mean, that's absolutely a good buy because last year's um, 4A 5G was $500. And I think that thing was overly, you know, just overpriced.
2: But the way Google launched that phone, we thought that there'll be a big fanfare, a big event. But they quietly launched the phone. A couple of
1: other things to say about this, though, the 5A is only available in the US and Japan, but Google's discontinued the 4A, 5G, and the 5 globally. So, uh, for everyone else, for everyone in India or Canada or UK or Australia, when the 6 Pro and the 6 come out, they will be the only current Google phones. You will not have a 5A. Uh, or a uh, 4A 5G, Uh, it sounds as though you can still get an older 4A Um, But uh, yeah, the 5A is not coming to markets beyond the US and Japan, probably because of the chip shortage. although Google has restricted functionality to those markets before the the detailed directions, the audio directions in Google Maps, for instance, uh, was made available in those two markets. So if you are in the UK wanting a Pixel 5A, you're going to have to find another way to get it because you won't be able to buy it in store uh, here. The other phone that Warren alluded to, this phone was actually announced in April but only came out on Thursday, is the Sony Xperia 1 Mark Three. Uh, now, this is, a, this, is a, this is a beast of a phone. It's the first uh, 4K uh, OLED display phone. I think only Sony's making them, so it's not a massive claim uh, to fame. But uh, all the reviewers seem to say that the picture quality on that phone is amazing. Of less interest here, obviously, but, but a notable feature. And again, it's got some of Sony's uh, photographics involved. The sound is also supposed to be good with two front uh, stereo speakers. And for those of you that want to cling on to obsolete technology, you'll be pleased to hear. it has an SD card slot and a headphone jack and that SD card slot will support SD cards up to one terabyte in size. Uh, storage wise I think it's 256 gig and a 512 option uh, with 12 gigs of RAM so you, so you are getting a beast of a phone. Um, the other thing people might like although generally speaking this is seen as a little bit retrograde but for blind users it can be quite helpful and that is that the fingerprint sensor is in the power button. It is not uh, uh, an under display sensor so you're always going to know where it is and obviously have much less surface area uh, to get it I was hoping to do a little bit of a demo of this and go to a shop and play with it I couldn't unbox it but I was anticipating turning on talk Mac, seeing how responsive it was getting those stereo speakers working but unfortunately the shop I went to didn't have any in stock if I can find one tomorrow or next weekend i might put something up on the youtube channel uh i'm not going to be unboxing it because it's rather an expensive phone uh in the uk it's 1200 pounds in the us it's 1300 dollars, and i think that's for the lower uh, storage option but um a quality phone at a uh a definite premium price when you consider it to the costs of you know the the s21 ultra the the the, the, the one plus nine pro it's it's more expensive than those by 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 some distance, but if you like Sony, um, you're certainly getting a quality piece of hardware. You are compromising hardware for software, as always with Sony. Though um, they aim, apparently, aim to give us two years of software updates. Uh, so not not a particularly hard-edged commitment. That was what they said. So I can't remember if it was Android Police or Android Authority. It was one of them, though. They they, they queried them, and uh, yeah, Sony said they aim to, to to update it to Android 13 and have uh, smaller updates in the meantime so nice signing phone but i don't think i'll be getting it
0: when they say we aim to you know that tells you you don't even want to mess with this stuff there's absolutely no reason for anyone to go throughout that kind of moolah and not getting any os update support i, I just it's absolutely stupid although it's a damn good phone but yet uh damn good money flying out the window you know <laughs> it, 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 it would be a
1: hardware-based purchasing decision not a software-based uh purchasing decision i think but it does look like nice hardware
0: and they happen to have one of the first liquid cameras, you know, it's basically mimicking the, the real eye and all of that. So I don't know, man. It, it sounds like a good camera. I mean, a, a good phone and all of that. But if I'm only going to get maybe probably Android 13 and this thing is going to be, of course, of course, it came out with Android 11. And so when they give you Android 12, it counts against you as having the first um you know os update and then of course who knows if you're going to get 13 that's the yeah. ify part of it
3: exactly yeah. Right? Yeah, so yeah, i don't think that there's a company out there that only gives like updates for two years which counts for two updates like even like if it counts for two years two years actual two years i think that would like slightly work but like it doesn't happen so
0: And you know, that's my problem with phones that get released like in April. For instance, uh, the Pixel 5a comes out with Android 11. Why not just wait and just announce it uh, alongside with uh, uh, Pixel 6? In that way, it's coming out with Android 12. Now we have Android 11 and it already counts. And when we get Android 12 a couple months later, it counts against you. And I I really don't like that kind of practice. I think it's very sleazy if you ask me.
1: It would be tricky, though. You'd have everyone's phones coming out at the same time, wouldn't
0: you? they all yeah. <laughs> every, every manufacturer would have to release all the phones. At well, but number. but then okay, but if you release yours just on the heels of a new OS coming out, then you should be obligated to at least give us the next. I mean, one more. Yeah, without than what it is intended? Clock. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, no, someone is being shortchanged, and yeah. that's not right. It's it's just not right.
1: The other radical idea is obviously that you could just push out updates until the phone stops working. Hey, how about that? That's how what about that? Does, of That's what Windows does. It seems to work fairly well.
0: Well, Windows has joined the bandwagon because they also want to make money. It's all about the moolah. Yeah, a little bit.
1: But yeah, A little about, bit?
0: What are you talking about? How
1: about how about just pushing stuff out until it stops working and then your device won't run it? Oh, my device?
0: gosh. Wouldn't yeah. that be nice? Yeah, that would be nice. Uh, Austin, you are going to say something, man.
2: Just a small news: the OnePlus Nine RT is coming with OxygenOS 12, which is based on Android 12.
0: Wow! Yeah, so see, OnePlus got it right. Mm -hmm. You know, they they're bringing that thing when Android 12 drops, and so you're giving me Pixel Five A, and then you know my last one is going to be what maybe Android 14. Come on, man! I should go all the way to 15 on that thing. (laughs)
1: Yeah, that's right. Well, that takes us to the end of our announcement section. And now, just before we get into health and fitness apps, I want to tell you a really useful feature in your podcast client. And this is chapters. The boy Pinto splits up this uh, uh, these shows into chapters. So if you think that health and fitness is as boring as I do, then you want to head on over to that chapters button in your podcast client and skip this next bit. I shall endeavour to stay awake, though, because this is the sacrifice I make for you. Um, I didn't get everyone to do this while I was on holiday. I I, I thought I'd, I thought I'd uh, come back and, and support the segment. With, uh, with with fulsome praise, as indeed I'm doing. Uh, Warren, a few a few contributors are going to demonstrate things on here, but Warren, you've you've done a bit of research into this haven't you? And you've identified some possible apps.
0: Oh my gosh! Uh, so we were talking, guys, in the background about some stuff, and I don't even want to mention that. But anyway, so we, I kind of thought that we'd look into some of the medication management pills or apps, rather. And, uh, I found a few of them. Now, frankly, I don't take any medication, so I haven't tried any of these, and I absolutely should have installed one just for giggles. But then, if I install one for giggles and I'm not having any medication, it's not going to get me through the whole thing. So, uh, it's a catch 22 for me. But, uh, some of the ones that I looked at that seem to be most uh, the ones that are most recommended would include things like MediSafe, you know, M E D I S A F E pill reminder. Then there's this one called uh, Mango Health. It kind of sounds like good, you know, get some mango fruit in there, you know, mix it, uh, that kind of stuff. So that's another one. The next one, though, is called. Um, My therapy medication reminder. And like I said, though, I haven't looked at all these things myself personally since I don't uh, do any medication. The next one, though, that I want to talk about is for people that don't have phones. We're talking about our elderly people. For instance, uh, you are kind of an older person. You don't have a phone, but they do have stuff for you too that you could use. And this one is called uh, tab Time, so T-A-B, Time Vibe, Vibrating Pill Box, reminder. And basically what it is, it has different compartments that people could put all their medication in there, but yet it makes this audible noise and reminders to remind you. And then there's another one like that also that says a uh, MedMinder. And similarly to that Tab Time Vibe, that one also even has the capability of calling your healthcare provider or your um, uh, your provider. Like someone is coming to your someone comes to your home to help you with your mates and things like that. It, it could even um, remind them. the uh, The tap time is like eighteen dollars and fifty cents. That's how much that thing costs. Now the um, the other one that I just talked about. The MedMinder, though, is uh, like a $39, $40 a month subscription type. So, you know me, I try to run away from subscriptions. I'm totally bad when it comes to subscriptions. But I thought we'll just mention those in there just in case someone doesn't have a phone and they're elderly and they need something simple to manage their medication. These two might be the ones that they could go for. And we'll put some of this or all of this um, in our Uh, show notes so you know where to find these things that will be it for my thinking about health and fitness thing and like you ate it's a boring subject matter to me because i don't do any of that stuff (laughs) i I walk all the time so i'm healthy (laughs) my my, my reason (laughs) i've never been to a doctor's you know believe it or not never (laughs)
1: <laughs> that's some That's some going yeah. uh, my, my reasons for not being interested are different to yours and are more lifestyle related although arguably not in a not in a good way um, Anna <laughs> I think I think you have some useful contributions on this topic though don't you
4: yes I do I'm going to talk about a couple of things first I'm going to talk about a mood tracker mental health is important and part of that is being aware of our moods so we can control them. The Play Store is full of sophisticated mood-tracking apps, but the app I'm going to tell you about is a very simple diary app that does the same thing very accessibly. The app is called My Diary by Krita Creations. Krita is spelled K-R-I-K d a kilo romeo india delta alpha there probably isn't a play store link in the show notes for this app because the app appears to be relatively new has about 100 downloads and doesn't appear to have a share button
5: my diary Mm -hmm. my diary login
4: enter
5: pin
4: when you open the app for the first time, you need to enter your name and set up a pin. I did.
5: Password, size 3 to 10, edit box. Switch to UEV uncontracted. Showing Braille keyboard. Number, bullet, 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 bullet. Keyboard hidden. Enter button. Hello, Anna.
4: Across the top of the app, we have
5: Hello Anna.
4: Then in the top right corner, Settings. Settings and
5: Delete All Days.
4: Delete all days. In the bottom right corner we have an unlabeled add button.
5: Add button.
4: The rest of the screen shows a list of entries. I'll show those to you later in this demo. For now we're going to create a new entry so we're tapping add in the bottom right corner
5: add a day navigate up button
4: across the top we have navigate up in the top left corner
5: navigate up button add a day
4: and in the right corner we have save save below that we have three edit fields on one line they are day
5: edit box month um, edit box and year y, 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 y edit box
4: let's go ahead and enter the date
5: pd edit box switch to uncontracted braille
4: today is the twenty first
5: number two one keyboard hidden um, edit box switch to uncontracted braille
4: of august
5: number Zero. zero eight keyboard hidden
4: 2021
5: why 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 edit box switch to uncontracted braille number two zero two one keyboard hidden
4: below that row of fields we have feeling an edit box for feelings
5: how was your day three period edit box showing braille keyboard
4: you have a limited number of characters here so you can only write a couple of words I'm going to write
5: R E L A X E D.
4: Relaxed.
5: Relaxed. Keyboard hidden.
4: And below that, we have description. An edit box.
5: Write something about your day three period edit box.
4: For the actual diary entry.
5: Showing braille keyboard.
4: This edit box is designed for one paragraph.
5: Cap L O U N G Ed Lounge AR Dots Force D Around the H O U S E Period House Cap R E C O R D Ed Recorded the, the P-O-D-C-A, Street Podcast with with the, the, c, r, e, w, period crew cap R A N ran r er, r and s period errands. cap C A U G H T cot U P up with with cap B E C K Y period. Becky, cap, W A F B R weather, i, s, is, b, a, u, t, i, dots, 5, l, c, c, beautiful, l, ow, low, number, nine zero apostrophe, s, 90s, 4, 4, N G E period, Change. Keyboard hidden.
4: So I finished writing my journal entry.
5: Lounge around the house. Recorded the podcast with the crew. Ran errands. Caught up with Becky. Weather is beautiful. Low 90s for a change. Edit box. Write something about your day.
4: Now I am ready to tap save in the top right corner.
5: Save. Day save. Hello, Anna. Add button.
4: We're back on the main home screen. I'm going to show you what the list of entries is like starting at the top
5: date the 16th of july 2021 relieved date the 13th of june 2021 disappointed but can do date the 16th of june 2021 overwhelmed date the 21st of august 2021 relaxed
4: and so on
0: Talk about angelic and non angelic moods, huh? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, okay.
4: Um, Next, I'm going to talk about a yoga app. Yoga is a great way to relax the mind and strengthen the body. For blind people, the problem is that it's hard to find good descriptions of the poses. Pocket Yoga is a free app that provides great descriptions along with wonderful workouts.
5: Yoga. Yoga. Pocket Yoga. Store. Out of grid.
4: Okay. The name of the app, Pocket Yoga, is across the top. Near the right corner is a store button, which you can tap to buy more environments. But most of the main screen says poses if you touch it
5: poses in pager.
4: And there are two other items on the working area of the screen. One is ocean. This is the environment. Let's tap it to find out what that means.
5: Details. Navigate up, button out of pager. Details. Preview. Ocean. An ocean practice is a high intensity interval training practice kit which cycles between waves of intense vinyasa flow, strong molding postures, and opening poses. Find a way, your way, your own personal frantic way, and ride into freedom of the mind, body, and spirit.
4: Excellent. Let's go back to the main screen.
5: Pocket Yoga, in pager.
4: And the other item in the working area of the main screen is
5: thirty minutes, forty-five minutes, sixty minutes—the
4: duration of the workout. Across the bottom, we have a row of tabs, and they are. Settings. Settings. Settings is where you can decide whether to have music in the background and so on. History. History, where you can check how often you're working out. Karma. Karma. Every 15 minutes of workout, you get points, and you can use these points to buy new environments. About. And about. Okay, I'm going to tap poses to get started.
5: Poses in pager. Details navigate up button out of pager.
4: This screen has some settings which we can tweak before we get down to business.
5: Ocean.
4: Ocean, that's the kind of workout.
5: An ocean practice is a high-intensity interval training practice kit which cycles between waves of intense vinyasa flow, strong holding postures, and opening poses.
4: This is the same exact description which we heard earlier. Duration. Duration. This lets you set how long you want the workout to be.
5: Drop-down list, 30 minutes.
4: That's 30 minutes. And as we heard from the main screen, our options are 30 minutes, 45 minutes, and 60 minutes difficulty difficulty that lets us set how intense the workout is going to be i'm new at yoga so drop
5: down list beginner
4: beginner is where i will be options are beginner intermediate and expert
5: environment
4: environments
5: drop down list home
4: options home. are home studio and office i'm at home And finally, we can get started.
5: Start practice button.
4: Everything is laid out vertically like a list. The start practice button is along the right edge of the screen, below the last option.
5: Yoga. Yoga. Start your practice
6: by coming into wide child's pose. Forehead rests softly on the mat, knees apart, toes together, Arms extended in front, fingers spread wide. This is your resting pose. At any time in your practice, if you need to take a break, just come into your wide child's pose. Exhale, shift all the weight to the right side. Forehead stays heavy on the mat and soften. Inhale, come back to your center. Exhale, shift all the way to the left side. Ujjayi breath, inhaling and exhaling through your nose and soften. Inhale, come back to your center. Exhale, shift to the right. Inhale, come back to your center. Exhale, shift to the left. Inhale come back to your center and soften. Press yourself up into your box. Hips are squared with the knees, the wrist, elbows, and shoulders are all in one line. Inhale, dog pose. Drop the belly and lift the ribcage and hold.
5: Yoga. Pocket yoga in progress.
4: And I used the back gesture to come out of the workout. And that's how that works. And finally, I'm going to show you how to use the Google Assistant to remember when to take your pills. The Google Assistant can help you remember to take your pills. Earlier this year, I hurt my foot, and I had to take pain pills every 12 hours. So I would set a reminder. Here's how it works. Hey Google, remind me to take a pain pill at 12.10. Sure, I'll remind you at 12.10 p.m. Obviously for this demo, I'm telling the assistant to remind me at 12.10, which is about five minutes away. But you can tell the assistant to remind you every morning at 7 a.m. Or every evening at 7 p.m. Tune take a pain pill. Now, that was interesting. That's my cell phone. I'm using the HANA TTS engine. And it's telling me that in about two minutes, I'm going to have a reminder. And notice that the reminder is to take a pain pill. Let's keep waiting to find out what happens. Remember, this is on my cell phone. Woman, take a pain pill. Interesting. I'm getting alerts. I got one when I was two minutes away, and I got another one when I was one minute away. Let's just wait for 1210. Take a pain pill. I've got some reminders for Anna. Okay, notice what happened. The assistant speaker I have in my home office says it has some reminders for Anna. If somebody were in here with me, they wouldn't know my business. But my phone actually gives me the reminder. It tells me that I need to take a pain pill. It's that simple.
0: Thank you, Anna. That's good.
3: Um, so I just want to briefly mention um, if you have a Samsung phone, they have like a Samsung Health app. It's actually amazing. So, in the samsung phones lately there have been a sensor for like measuring blood pressure and um heart vitals and stuff um it keeps track of that you can also use it if you're running it counts like how many miles you run um or if you go to the gym it can also remind you of your pills i think it's a good thing like if if Someone has a Samsung phone, but unfortunately, as for most Samsung apps, it's only limited for people who are
1: Samsung users. Austin, uh, do you have any uh, health and fitness apps you want to talk about?
2: So I am like the all the rest of the people. I do not. I'm not that fit in this segment. This is also a little boring for me. But I use this app. I just use it for fun, just to track steps and all those things. I use Google Fit. I'm going to demo Google Fit. So this is a demo of Google Fit. And if you have a compatible band or a watch, then this will help you a lot. It will give you more accurate information. But if you don't, you can get the information from your phone also. Not all information will be available and not all the information will be accurate. So I have resetted the app so that I can show you how it looks when you install it for the first time. So let's start.
5: Count Austin Pinto. Continue is Austin Pinto.
2: So it's telling me my account and saying continue. So I'll continue.
5: Fit about you. About you. This information: Austin Pinto, male, gen February not one hundred five feet not next.
2: So it gives you your um in the next screen after you click continue, it gives you your height, weight, gender, and your birth date, so that it calculates your years. Your age.
5: Automatically track your activities.
2: This has to be turned on, and this may affect battery life. No
5: thing. Turn on. Allow Fit to access. Don't allow. Allow. Fit. Turn on. Fit. Learn more. Signed in as Austin. Zero heart. Zero, seven heart points. Steps history. Heart points. Seven hundred fifty. Zero kilo. Zero move. Your daily goal. Your weekly trends.
2: And these are all your daily goals, weekly goals and the history. Mine will be set to zero for everything because I have resetted the app just now.
5: Steps. Last step. Heart rate. Last nine hours. 70 beats per minute. Five minutes ago. Line chart. 68 beats. So you can either
2: see your heart rate in the form of days, week, months or years also.
5: Navigation bar. Back.
2: Which is very nice.
5: Fit. Heart rate. Respiratory rate. Last seven days, 14 respiratory rate One can be
2: ago, added if you have a band or something that gives you this information, it will feed it into the app automatically.
5: Energy expended last seven days, 756 calories. Today, These are the calories
2: burned, 16th, but PM. I don't think it's important or a it's uh, way to stay
5: healthy. Welcome to accurate without, without a band or, or, or device. Dismiss card. A simple way to stay healthy. Welcome to Fit. Heart points help you see which activities are best for your health and how you're performing against American Heart Association recommendations. Dismiss card. Discover. Try adding an activity to your journal. Welcome to Fit. You can get heart points for almost any activity. like aerobics, So these
2: are some of the health cards that give you suggestions on what you can do.
5: Score more points in less time. Welcome to fit. Get two heart points for each minute you spend doing a more intense activity, like running or taking a spin class. It's a great way to meet the American Heart Association's weekly activity recommendations in less time.
2: So this is the heart points. They recommend that you get 150 heart points a week. And if you do more intense activity, you get more points for each minute done.
5: Discover. How much sleep you need. Logo of the American Academy of Sleep Medicine. Learn which factors affect sleep needs and how to find the right amount for you.
2: Now, this is the sleep which you can only measure using a sleep tracker or compatible device.
5: Permanently dismissed. Cancel.
2: Now, some of these cards are permanently dismissed. So, once you dismiss them, you can't get them back.
5: Dismiss. Fit. Discover. The YouTube logo and slogan Stay Fit with Me. Follow along with curated playlists to help you stay healthy from home.
2: So these are like playlists for of tracks or sounds that can help you to stay fit
5: workout playlist enlist Yoga, And It gives playlists, you all this playlist dance playlist, meditate play, live, mental health, sleep, dismiss, and
2: card. dismiss this card,
5: permanently dismiss this card, cancel, dismiss, fit. Energy expended. Last seven days. Discover. Set a pace for your walks. Follow along with the beat to turn walking into a simple, effective way to exercise.
2: So, you can set your pace.
5: Dismiss card. Permanently dismiss this card. Cancel. Dismiss. Fit. Dismiss card. Your sleep in fit. Once you connect a sleep tracking app or device, you'll start seeing sleep data after the first night. So,
2: this is the thing that I was talking about sleep dismiss trackers. Card.
5: Journal two of four. Now list at four the items. bottom,
2: we have four tabs. Then selected, we have the home tab four. which is selected where you got all that information. Also one more thing before we go ahead with this demo, you have to give the app permission for camera so that it can measure your heart rate, which we will do in some time. So this is your journal tab where you will get history of all your activities for days, your timings of walk and everything will be shown here. It's a like a record of your big record book. A, or track out of you list. can add your data and track workout here. Home, one of and that's it. So it will show guidance. your history. But currently, it's not showing for me because I have resetted my apps and not done anything as I've just started re- recording after reset. Select,
5: browse, three of, browse, now selected. you can browse.
2: And here,
5: activity. Signed in activity. you can
2: browse different activities. Like, let's say,
5: activity. Your daily goals, insights. More options, insights. It'll in give list. you
2: insights basically.
5: Your daily goals, last seven days, zero sevenths, achieved, capital M. Your weekly target, August 16 to 22, zero of 150, scoring 150 hard points a week can help you live. With data. Steps, last seven days, seven, today, bar chart with data from August 16, 12.
2: So Energy it's telling me I have taken steps. seven steps while I've not taken any steps. Energy so that can be a little seven days, inaccurate.
5: Calories today, bar char- distance last seven days, zero kilometers today. Bar- speed last seven days, 0.94 kilometers per hour, nine hours. Discover. Get more from Fit, Google Play. Dismiss card. Find apps on Google Play.
2: You can find and connect more apps, like the TicWatch apps can be connected to the Fit. Doug is going to show that in the mini series on TicWatch. Dismiss.
5: Navigate up. Move minutes. No recent step cadence. No cycling cadence. No re- wheel speed. No recent data. So it has a
2: lot of insights. Power.
5: No recent data.
2: And let's go Navigation. back. That's it.
5: Journal. Vitals. Body measurements. Active body measurement. you have some measurements. Body measurements. Navigate body pad. More options. No recent data. Weight. No re- body fat. No recent data. Height. No recent data.
2: You can do height, weight, and body. all those fat no measurements. Weight. More
5: options. I pad. think this
2: is like the water content measurement of the Samsung watch that is going to come more. out.
5: Pad. Body measurements. Close. Body me- more options. Weight. Body fat. Height.
2: So, if you have compatible devices that give you these data, you can connect to them and then you can add it.
5: Navigation. Body measurements, navigation bar, back, journal, body measure, vitals.
2: So, vitals, these are your heart rate vitals. and all your Navigator. respiratory rate. Vitals.
5: Add more option, add vitals, close, vital, more option, heart rate, blood pressure, heart rate, 70 replace, zero, 70 and save more opt time today nine heart rate beats 69 S- 71 add data navigation bar back
2: you can add data blood manually blood
5: blood here blood glucose respiratory rate. blood pressure heart rate you can add your heart rate. heart rate blood pressure
2: blood pressure can be added respiratory
5: rate respiratory blood rate glucose. Respiratory 15 replace 0. And then again, bar.
2: you can do all this photos. manually.
5: Respiratory discover. Track your respiratory rate. Get started.
2: And now these are very important cards. Discover. Now here is where you can measure your respiratory rate and everything using your phone. Some of these features may not work on other phones. It may be pixel devices only. So I'll click get started. I'm measuring my respiratory rate. My
5: Get started. Mobile vitals. Measure your respiratory rate with your phone camera. See how your body regulates your breathing by measuring your respiratory rate. Promote. Cancel. Next. 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 Cancel. Simply position yourself within the frame. It will detect small movements in your chest to measure your respiratory rate.
2: So, sure one clue. Well
5: lit area and remove any items covering your face, including hats and masks. Wait a few minutes if you've been active recently.
2: So one clue for this is you hold your phone, if you're sitting on a chair, you hold your phone on your like your stomach length at your stomach uh, height and hold it in portrait mode. Hold it a little tilted towards the back and then the camera will be able to detect your face and chest. If you are using headphones, then you um, remove them Next. next.
5: Start measurement.
2: And I'm going to remove my headphones because I'm using a very big headphones and start measurement.
5: Cancel. Start measurement.
2: And I'm holding my phone here like this.
5: Detecting face and chest. Look at the camera and remain still. Mobile vitals. 0%. Tracking small changes in your chest. Breathe comfortably and hold still. 25%. 29%. 34%. 38%. 43%. 47%. 52 percent, 57 percent, 62 percent, 66 percent, almost there, 75 percent, 80 percent, 83 percent, 87 percent, 92 percent, 97 percent, measurement complete, 100 percent, your results,
2: close. So it said measurement completed and it's giving me my results. You need to allow the app to use your camera for this, definitely.
5: Your results. And feedback.
2: Sometimes it may not ask you whether you want to allow it to use a camera. And so you need to manually go into your settings, go to apps, select fit, select permissions and allow camera.
5: Respiratory rate 20 respirations per minute for informational purposes only. So minus Consult 20. Consult your local medical authority for advice.
2: Minus 20 respiratory rates because I am recording and a little. Save measurement.
5: Um, Finals. Get started, enlist.
2: So you have saved your respiratory measurement.
5: Track your respiratory rate. Measuring your breathing can give you an understanding of your body. Get, check, your, get start, check your heart rate. Did you know things like dehydration can affect your heart rate? Measure <laughs> yours at any time just using your phone.
2: Now a warning here, do not dismiss these cards because these are permanently dismissible cards. And if you want to measure your things easily, I would suggest you keep these cards on in the discovery feed. So I'll click on get started. Get started. You're measuring your heart rate now.
5: Mobile vitals. Measure your heart rate with your phone camera. See how your body responds in different situations by measuring your heart rate after things like exercising or drinking caffeine. Or take a reading in the morning to track your heart rate at rest. Out of list.
2: So one tip here, whether you are in the lead room or not. It's ready to keep your flashlight on, hold your thumb on your back camera lens, but do not cover the flashlight.
5: Cancel, next. Next. You just need to give us a hand. Put your finger over your rear-facing camera lens to measure your heart rate. For the most accurate read, make sure you're in a well-lit area and can hold your hand steady. David, camera photo, cancel, next. Start measurement
2: now i'm going to start measurement so i'm going to use my thumb
4: place
5: cancel start measurement place your fingertip over the rear facing camera lens detecting the pulse in your fingertip zero current flashlight flashlight is off Tom.
2: and i'm turning Turn on, on my flashlight. flashlight
5: place your fingertip over the camera without making direct contact with the flashlight Your flashlight may get warm if it's left on for a long time. Okay. Place your fingertip over the rear-facing camera lens. Mobile vitals. Flashlight is on. Toggle. Current measurement progress. Measuring your heart rate. Hold still.
2: It's telling me to hold still and I'm talking so my heart rate will not be accurate. It's giving us the progress bar.
5: 68%, almost there. 76%, 81%, 85%. These features
2: may not work on other devices again.
5: 98%, measurement complete. 100%, your results, close.
2: So once it tells you your results, that is when you move your finger from the camera or you move your face away from the phone if you're measuring your respiratory rate.
5: Your results, help and feedback. Heart rate 72 beats per minute for information. So save measurement.
2: I'm going to save this measurement.
5: Vitals. Get started in LIT. Check your heart rate. Gets no recent data. Resting heart rate, no recent
2: data. And that is all for the demo of the fit app. There are there is one more tab, which is the profiles tab, which is very self-explanatory. You can set your goals, like the number of steps that you walk. The heart rate, the heart points that you get for each activity you do, and all those things, which is very simple to explain. We will do a mini series on the fitness on the Google Fit app. We will do a mini series on the TickWatch app. And so you can stay tuned for that on our YouTube channel or in the app of the week section of our podcast. So that is it for this demo. I hope you have enjoyed this demo.
1: Thanks, Austin. One one thing I will show, uh, more of a proof of concept. I won't do a full demo of it because uh, large parts of the app are inaccessible. Is an app that some diabetics may find useful, and that is uh, an app that allows you to take the glucose reading from a continuous glucose monitoring uh, sensor. There are various ones on the market. Dexcom is one that's used a lot, particularly in North America. Another one is uh, Freestyle Libre. Uh, which which is a sensor that you uh, place on your arm uh, and change every 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 so often um, and you can take readings with that uh, using your phone i have the first generation of this uh, but if you think that before, we used to have to do the finger prick tests uh, for uh, the, the, the blood sugar readings. This is a, this is a lot easier. I'm just going to show you how taking one reading works rather than demo the entire app, as I say, because a lot of the graphs in it are relatively inaccessible. But the, the core functionality, which is to find out what your uh, reading is, is accessible. So I'll just fire up the app called LibreLink. As I say, the sensor's is called Freestyle Libre. Uh, The app is open, so all I have to do to find the reading is to touch the sensor, which is on the back of my arm, Up so it's have to activate. it scanned it there's a, there's an ascending tone when the scan has been successful uh sometimes the scan isn't successful and you will get a constant tone so on the same note uh and in which case either you might have a faulty sensor or you might have to restart your phone and or your app that can often fix some of the sensor issues so if i flick to the right here we're going to find out what my reading was so we use a different scale to north america uh for our glucose readings but it told me the time of my reading 1751 it told me it was high uh and then it told me what it was which is 15.0 so that's basically the core functionality of uh that app as far as um it's it's of use uh, to us uh, the second generation of the sensors are now on the market and i think this is supposed to do more things like warn you uh on your phone when you're going high or not uh uh i don't have that one yet but uh if i if i get that then i might come and talk about that so just a brief demonstration to any of the diabetics out there listening to this that taking a sensor is uh, taking a reading is now as easy as opening an app and touching it uh, to a sensor on your
0: arm so ed help me out here so basically what this is is like an am, uh like an armband
1: no it's um it's it, it's a round disc and it comes with a little applicator so the disc comes in a little pot like a little tub of yogurt uh you peel you peel ah. the pod off you unscrew the top of your applicator uh uh, you push the applicator into the pot. There's a notch on the applicator, which you line up to the point on the yogurt pot. It's sort of a, it would be a triangle if the other end edge was flat, it's, it's rounded, but there's a point at one end uh, where you peel it. You line it up with a notch on the applicator, you push it in, you'll hear a click. You pull out the applicator, which will have the sensor attached. You put the applicator on your upper arm, uh, which basically means one of your arms will be crossed across your chest, unless you've got someone doing it for you. Um, and then you push that applicator hard into your arm and it will fire off the disc, which has a little needle on it um, that will uh, fire the disc onto your arm. Best to hold the applicator there for about, I don't know, 20 seconds to make sure it's uh, actually attached itself. And then you gently disapply the applicator, you pull it off uh and then the disc will be left on your arm
0: but it, it doesn't poke me right because i'm um, one you. it pokes you
1: if it only pokes you once uh you'll feel it it's not like getting a an injection like a
0: shot. okay no,
1: it's not Go too right. sharp it'll be a bit of a shock
0: the
1: first time <laughs> we do it. It's, it's an unusual
0: feeling um and it, I yeah, tell it, you. Has, it
1: has a soft needle so it will it will do as I say if, as long as you can stretch your arms across and twist your uh, applying wrist uh, to find the right place on your arm uh, then you can do it I'd suggest holding your arm vertically uh, the, the the arm that you're putting it on rather than having that arm horizontal it seems to it seems to apply better uh, so yeah i do it that way mine last for 14 days uh, in the earlier versions of the product they lasted for shorter than that who knows in the later one they might last for uh, longer.
0: Maybe a month. Yeah, who knows? Maybe. That would be great. Yeah, Thank you so much for that.
1: That's right. Now we have a much more interesting segment which is the next in our series on commentary screen reader from Mariam. Commentary
7: screen reader or the Chinese screen reader has gotten really popular among blinds and visually impaired recently. And here on the Blind Android Users Podcast we will have a series of episodes in which we will talk about how to use the screen reader, and how to get the best out of it. Hello everyone, and welcome to episode number 8 of CSR's Basics. In this episode, we'll be talking about a premium feature, actually. Um, But it's one of um, the most creative and unique features that CSR carries. So um, we will be talking about per-application gestures. What does per-application gestures mean? Per-application gestures mean that it's... A gesture only used in a certain application um, by which you could trigger a certain function in this application without you needing to go to this button for instance like the play and pause button in the YouTube app so you can just assign a gesture to play and pause videos or fast-forward and rewind without you needing to swipe until you go to this button, which definitely makes it much quicker. So, um, we'll be going through how to make one yourself, because you can definitely create a per-app gesture yourself. Um, and also, we'll be talking about how to get one and download it from the server, and how to know what are the shortcuts that the creator or the developer of this gesture app gesture scheme has um, written or has put in for you. Um, I just want to say that for people who have a little bit of a knowledge about coding, you could code it in a file with an extension. It's called .ppk, um, and yeah, you could make one yourself if you have a little bit of a knowledge about coding. But today we'll be going through how to do it through the app itself. I have a little bit of a knowledge about coding but not much that would actually allow me to create one through that but um, I would definitely look into that and I like if I have any any more further knowledge or anything like that I'll be definitely letting in. So let's get into today's episode and um, create our per application gesture theme. To create a per-application gesture theme, we need to open the program settings.
8: Main menu, program settings, G-show G- Bett- G- plus, reading settings, operation settings.
7: We go to operation settings.
8: Operation settings, G- G- C- F- Joint, custom gesture scheme settings, gesture scheme description, gesture scheme settings. We
7: go into gesture scheme settings.
8: Gesture Scheme Settings. Next, create a new per-application gesture scheme button.
7: We would um, go to create a per-application gesture theme.
8: Choose an application.
7: And we choose an application. Let's. Today we'd be creating a per-application gesture theme for YouTube Music. Um, We would focus on the play and pause button, and also the like button, because those are um, my most favorite.
8: YouTube, YouTube music. Here it is. <laughs> YouTube music. Close button. YouTube music.
7: So, we've already added YouTube music to the list of, um, per, app, the dash, per application gesture theme. Now, we would need to create a function um, to let it know that we want to create a new function before I sign it into a gesture. So what we need to do is
8: share button, more options button. So
7: I'll go to more options.
8: Create a new function.
7: Create a new function. Text box. Can't
8: text box currently edited. Um, let's just call it playing for now. P P L A. P P L A. U T Y. I M play M. Delete play N. G playing. Okay. H- Cancel b- okay button. And hit okay. Playing close button. Pl- more options button, more options button.
7: And then what we need to do h- right here is go to YouTube Music and copy the exact same name of the button.
8: Back button, rotate screen, home button. One UI home.
7: Um, we need to avoid copy tracks as much as possible.
8: Search. So one fo- folder. Google. pay file. YT Music. YT Music. Next. Play video button.
7: Here it is. We would just copy this.
8: O C T volume. Copying mode. Copied. Vol. O C R default. Back. Reset. G Show plus. Play. Say more options button. Um,
7: We would go to more options again.
8: Insert insert plugins. Insert function. Insert tools. Insert custom voice. Insert application. Insert automatic click.
7: Insert automatic click.
8: Text. Showing recently copied or captured content as candidate.
7: We would paste the name of the button here. Play video. Play video, enter click cancel
8: bu- okay button, okay button, okay. playing, English, us, if service click, play video, return true and text box, save button, and
7: we would just hit save, saved, and save, we'll go back,
8: back button, YouTube, home, share button, more op, up gesture, diff- more options button, voice command, new function manager,
7: go to function, YouTube, you, playing, here it is, we would, playing
8: close bu- play save button more options okay, button go
7: to more options
8: insert function insert plugins insert tools insert 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 automatic click
7: insert automatic click
8: cancel button text box currently edited
7: and here we need to paste the other name when the buttons is toggled so let's go to youtube music back
8: button Recent button youtube english us Quart, white, play, play video, swear, play video button, play, next, play video button.
7: We'd go to YouTube Music and copy, I've already have the button copied because I cannot play music um, while recording, unfortunately. Um, so, now.
8: Back button, Recent button, One UI, G-Show Plus.
7: Um, we would paste enter button stick
8: and text box showing re- pause video pause video enter pause vid cancel b- okay, okay button video, okay. playing English if service click click play- more on save button and
7: would- saved Just save. okay so now what we need as well is to create another one for logging Videos, and this one would be pretty easy because we would just want to like videos. It's not a toggle. I mean, it's it's toggle, but you can always use the dislike button if you want to just unlike it. Back button. So we'll go back. YouTube
8: music. Back button. YouTube music. Home. Share button. More options button. Create a new function.
7: Create a new function.
8: Tech showing English. Us. Awesome. L L I K A A like how cancel okay button like english text box close like save button more options button
7: I just want to say that this text box right here when you save it actually writes in here the code of what you did um so, yeah.
8: Save. More options. Insert function. Insert automatic I click. I
7: want to click.
8: T- showing English. Us. Back. recent button. When you avoid English. The YouTube Music YT. Y- play video button. Swear it again. Radio. M- Minimum Westlight. Undo like button selected. So,
7: I will just undo like because i already liked the song. I don't want the undo like. Um, the like itself.
8: Swipe like button. OT so vault Copying mode. Copied. T O default. Like.
7: And, okay, so let's leave it unliked as it is and because we will test on it.
8: Back button. Recents button. One U- G-Show plus. Enter buttons to click. One per lock. Cancel button. Text box. Showing like. Like.
7: Um, also, I just want to point out something. What we did in the YouTube, um, I mean, we, you could add multiple buttons, one per line, as it's telling you. So you could just paste the like button, and then the new, the, the new line, just paste or, or type in uh, the like button, and yeah, it'll work as well.
8: Enter button, like text, cancel, OK button, like, in- if service, more options, save button. Saved.
7: And it's saved already. So before we can use this per application gesture theme, we would need to enable it. And then we can assign gestures. Back
8: button. Go back. YouTube music. Back back button. Gesture scheme settings.
7: And back again.
8: Back button. Operation settings. Now object gestures. Gesture per application gesture scheme. YouTube.
7: I have already won and it's enabled, so it's telling me we'd go into here.
8: For applique, for applique, YouTube checked. Cancel button, OK button. Cancel button, object, uh, gesture scheme, description. Custom gesture, gesture scheme settings. Jets, YouTube, YouTube, YouTube music. Navigate up, you- custom, YouTube, YouTube music.
7: Ah, uh, you need to go back and get out of the operation settings.
8: Back button, operation settings. G-show plot extensions. Because it
7: needs to refresh.
8: Advent, notific, reading set, operation setting. Up, hop, short, edge, gest, net, short. Use the game per app, gest, for application, per app, for YouTube, YouTube music yeah. unchecked.
7: As you can see, it's already here. So you'd need to go back three times.
8: Checked, can't, okay button. Operate, for per application gesture scheme. YouTube music YouTube
7: as you can see it's already enabled so let's go into um it and assign gestures for what we did
8: gesture gesture custom gesture scheme description gestures just gest, net cre, create custom YouTube YouTube music YouTube clip you share more up up gesture default
7: i would make the down and up gesture to play and pause and um, the up and down to like videos.
8: Down, left and right, right, up and down, gesture default, down and up, gesture de- to default, check, no command, plugins unchecked. custom v- tools unchecked. application uncheck, function unchecked, like unchecked, playing unchecked, cancel button. play YouTube music. Yes. Up and down, um, gesture I mean, default. Up
7: and down for the
8: like. Up and, ca- playing unchecked. Like uncheck YouTube Music and back button. Just done.
7: It's done. <laughs> so now let's go to YouTube Music and test it. Back recent button.
8: YouTube Music YT 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 Music. Test the like. Like.
7: As you can see,
8: two minutes forty two seconds. of Shuffle off button. Two minutes forty two. Sh- but we just swear it again. Undo like button selected. It's already liked.
7: Um, unfortunately, I can't t- test the um down and up, but it works. Um, because of the voice recorder. Now, if you want to get one off of the server that someone has already created before, um, let's go and see how can we do that. Back button. Recents button. One.
8: G-show One. Back button. Operation settings. Back button. G-show plus. Extensions.
7: we to go to download.
8: Tools. Download. Download additional resources. Download. D- D- G- application. Sound scheme. Gesture Per application gesture scheme.
7: We go to per application gesture theme.
8: Per application. Per app- all button. Enter Audible Cotillon in 1979 and GPK.
7: As you can see, oh, it's GPK. I'm so sorry, I thought it was BBK. Um, so, like, you have here a lot of applications that people have made gestures themes for them.
8: Audio Lab Explore the functions by your own experiments. Ver- blind Gram 8.0 T7, Blind Gram 5.0, Blind Gram Praveen Pool, and G- Blind Gram Blind. Blind gram multiple funk NTS and test. Paracum Q. phone Selvic. Umarangie. Tamil FM. Tamil FM radio HD. YouTube advanced mod. YouTube advanced. YouTube. what WhatsApp. This is for WhatsApp. Contains all needed functions that are used in WhatsApp. our at n g p k
7: So as you can see, let's download the one in WhatsApp and see how can we enable it.
8: Download WhatsApp. Download. Canceled. Okay button. Please wait, WhatsApp. This is for WhatsApp. Import. Import. Okay button. Successfully import. Navigate operation settings.
7: Takes us um, directly to operation settings.
8: Jet cut gesture schemes. Per application gesture scheme. YouTube per application. Per WhatsApp. WhatsApp unchecked.
7: Checked.
8: Press OK button. Operation setting. For application gesture scheme. YouTube music.
7: Okay, so to see what are the shortcuts available in this, what we need to do is go to One UI home. WhatsApp. One apps. What Twitter. WhatsApp. WhatsApp. And we would open the main menu main
8: menu make shortcut menu you would
7: have something called shortcut menu shortcut um, menu Shortcut menu would be available every single per app gesture theme that you have whether you created one yourself or it's created and you downloaded it
8: shortcut menu right and down gesture rip down gesture down swipe right from the left edge of the screen rip left and down gesture HH, up gesture, up, clear, delete for everyone, reply, test, cancel button,
7: short c- cancel button. So, um, as you can see, I guess that this is like you could just, the, the developer has made it, um, which you could just assign any functions to gestures you want, but he just created the functions for you. And everything in the auto clicks and stuff so you could just create the gestures for yourself and choose which gestures you want to assign which is pretty cool I mean it's not a problem you just need to assign gestures which is the last step we already demonstrated. Now if you have a per app gesture theme you create it yourself and you want to share it whether to the server or send it to someone um, you could do that let's go to back
8: recent oh, one uo g Show Plot. home screen you gesture settings. Navigation. N- gesture scheme settings.
7: Let's get a gesture scheme settings.
8: Jets. YouTube, YouTube. YouTube. YouTube music. YouTube. YouTube share button.
7: Um. Here, there's a share button.
8: YouTube music. YouTube. Enter keyword text box. Error. YouTube music enter keyword text so, box
7: like now you can share it to the server I can't share it because I'm not logged in yet um because I've reset my settings and stuff pretty just like um earlier so
8: YouTube music error there's an error here okay so back also, button YouTube home YouTube share more options button up gesture down Tip up more options Close button left and down, oh, okay. just up right, left and right. Swipe, right. swipe down, gesture object more options. Create and create funk new vo- voice, create, create and function manager back so, button. YouTube news.
7: How you can just share it? Um, you can also share the folder with someone. How you can do that? You could go to the folder of the show in your file manager, go to prep gesture themes. And you find the folder with the name of the app, which would have all the gestures and the buttons you've assigned. And you could just share that, whether um, compress it and share it with someone, or um, if you want to, you know, exchange it with someone else or anything like that. It's pretty easy. Um, I hope I explained it um, well and you could all understand it um definitely if you have any questions or feedback regarding the podcast or csr feel free to reach me out reach the whole podcast at contact us at blind and i'd be really happy to help all of you thank you so much for listening i hope you liked this one i'm sorry it was a little bit long and um see you next week thanks for listening I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you do actually have any questions, do feel free to reach out to me or to the whole podcast at contact us at and I hope you enjoyed this one. We'll see you next week. Thanks for listening.
1: Thanks very much, Mariam.
0: I'm surprised, though, she wasn't fighting with me today, you know, being all angelic. Can you imagine that, Ed? <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 it's,
1: it's unusual, isn't it? I, I think she's running into a false sense of security.
0: gun! I'm I getting think... on good sides of Miriam. All of a sudden, I don't know what's going on. gun it, no, I, think, I may be I all think, lucky.
4: Um, <laughs> I think you're being fitted yeah, up.
3: Maybe, maybe because I know that CSR is better than talk and you know.
0: <laughs> oh my. <laughs>
1: no. I, I think she's fainted with the left and you're gonna get go uh, right over just, the top in a minute. She
0: just <laughs> lost that angelic part. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I think you're being fitted up for a takedown, to be honest.
0: <laughs> oh my.
1: And now it's Doug with our app of the week and he'll be demonstrating the app which drives the Tick uh, the Tick Watch Pro. It's Doug
9: with the blind Android User's podcast crew. Today, we'll be putting a focus on the TicWatch set of applications focusing on your health. Each week, we'll discuss a new application that you can access off of your watch, as well as its companion on your phone. That being said, today we're going to put a focus and go through the Mobvoi smartphone companion app for your TicWatch Of choice. Let's dive into it. Mobvoi. Home. Home. Selected. Currently, we are on the home screen of the Mobvoi smartphone application. For reference, I'm using this app on a Pixel 4a device, utilizing the Google Speech TTS engine on TalkBack. I would like to mention that Most of the aspects that we will see on this screen will be discussed at a later date in more detail as they apply directly to their companion app on the watch. Device Explore
10: Activity 1423 Active Hours 4 Hours Exercise 3 Minutes Steps 1150 Steps
9: As you can see, this is my activity level for today as of current. Don't worry, it's lower than normal. However, it will increase. I keep telling myself that even though I don't know if it's true or not. Let's continue on. Exercise, no data. This is the Tick Exercise Applications Companion. As I said previously, we'll discuss this more in detail when we move to that application. That being said, I don't make use of this particular function as I do prefer the Google Fit for and or Strava for tracking my exercise. Sleep, hours, minutes,
10: no data for today, zero hundred, zero hundred.
9: This is your Tick Sleep Companion. It has no data because I don't use my watch very often overnight. Heart rate. Heart rate provides you data on your current pulse and your history. We'll go into more detail when we take a look at the tick pulse application. Spo2, no data. SPO2 is your oxygen saturation. We'll go into much more data on this when we take a look at the tick oxygen app. Stress, no data. Stress. Everybody's got it. We all handle it differently. Your watch can help you assess your stress levels. We'll take more of a look at this when we move into the appropriate application on our watch. Noise. No data. Unknown. This associates directly with a tick hearing, which provides us knowledge on the sound levels around us and whether or not they are harmful for our hearing. We'll discuss this more when we adventure into the Tick Hearing application. Today, zero 150th Selected. Home. That is our homepage. Device. Let's look at our device. Device. Selected. Tick, tick Watch E30124. Connected. 45%. As you can see, I have the Tick Watch E3, and my battery is currently at 45%, give or take. Audio recordings. We can access all of our audio recordings. Watch screenshot. All of our screenshots that we take on the watch. Setting. Our settings, which are generally designed specifically for pairing a new device to the phone. Help. Select Selected device. Pretty simple space. Not much to do. Let's move on to the next. Explore. I would go into the Explore tab. However, for some reason, TalkBack is reading the underlying language. I believe this is either Mandarin or Cantonese. However, cannot be 100% sure. Visually speaking, this appears to be a web page. And visually, it is in English language. I'm currently unsure as to why... TalkBack is not reading in English. If anybody can give me some tips on to how to fix this, I would be grateful. Let's move on. Account. This is the most important part of your TIC. Health, application, and watch functionality. Account. Selected. Fitness and health report. Unlabeled. Douglas, view or in profile. Let's go to my account, and let's view my information. In here, it should be noted that there are current accessibility issues. We cannot necessarily individually update most of the information utilizing TalkBack. This is a bug and is being reported to TickWatch and Mobvoi as we speak. However, let's go through what our options in this particular window are. Health information. Nickname, Douglas. Personal information. Your gender. Birthday. Height.
10: Weight. Health goal. Step goal. 10,000. Exercise time. Activity goal.
9: As you hear, there's not a lot of data, but most of that is medical-related and activity-related. Navigate up. Mob boy. Mob boy. Douglas. Unlabeled. Fitness and health report. Our fitness and health report essentially condense all of the information that is gathered from the sensors on our watch and place them in a web view so that we can easily monitor our status. It's a great tool. However, it is not one that I choose to use. Take care, zero followers. This provides the ability for us to allow people with the Mobvoi application to follow our successes and our goal health goals. Voice memo, zero recordings. We can access all of our voice memos. Third-party authorization. This is where you can authorize applications such as Strava and Google Fit to monitor your sensors and obtain data while uploading. For those of you who may be Marathon runners or very active and competing or doing challenges during the pandemic, this may be beneficial as it can automatically upload data to Strava or RunKeeper or Google Fit so that you can submit your data and hopefully gain some more medals. Go to store. We can view the store so we can purchase new Mobvoi technology. Store. Coupon. We can access coupons, orders. our orders, both current and past, address. change our address, Support. gain support, settings. and these are the settings that apply specifically for the application. This has been the Mobvoi companion application for the TickWatch series. I have been running this application on a Pixel 4a, running Android 12 Beta 4. If you're interested in obtaining a TicWatch, please navigate to the blindandroidusers.com, select reviews, and select the review on the TicWatch E3. At the bottom of this review, you will find a coupon code, as well as a URL, which you can navigate to the store to purchase a tick watch with five percent off.
0: Thanks, Doc. Uh, such a great watch. I actually like the tick watches, uh, or you know, Mob tick watches. I kind of tend to prefer them over the fossil gen uh, watches, if you ask me. Um, but you know, the, the fossil gen ones are kind of like more fashionable in a sense, but I don't know, I, I kind of lean more toward the. Tick watch.
1: Me too.
0: Yeah, thanks.
1: Thanks, Doug. And now we have TalkBack Highlights with Warren.
0: Hi, this is Warren Carr for Blind Android Users Podcast. As we continue in our theme of highlights from TalkBack, we now come to the third installment. In our last installment, which was our second installment, we talked about the TalkBack settings. And in that installment, we looked at a couple areas. We talked about what is new or new features in TalkBack and also talked about verbosity. Continuing now from where we left, I will now invoke my TalkBack menu. And today I have both the Pixel 2 XL running the Zoe voice from Vocalizer. And on my Pixel 4a, I have the regular Eloquence. I'm starting today with the Pixel 2 XL and now I will invoke the talkback menu by swiping down with one finger and curving to the right to bring up the talkback menu.
11: Talkback menu actions in list.
0: I will now focus my attention on where it says settings.
11: Voice command talkback's text to talkback settings.
0: Talkback settings.
11: Talk
0: back settings. And we will look below verbosity. Verbosity. And below that we have.
11: Speak passwords. Passwords always spoken. Un-switch.
0: You want to make sure that this one is turned on. By default it should, but if for some reason it isn't, you want to make sure that it is, because if you don't, it would make it impossible To hear the keys or what the letters are as you move your fingers across the keyboard when you're wanting to type in your password and that would require a headset in order for you to hear it. So be sure that this one is turned on. Below that we have
11: sound and vibration
0: sound and vibration. Let's go in here
11: sound and vibration navigate up button out of list.
0: We are sitting on the navigate to top. Let's now go and see what we have below that. We have the following
11: Sound feedback off switch in list.
0: We're told that sound feedback is off, and this has to do with those navigational sounds as you use your talkback. I happen to be one of those that don't like sounds like that, so I have mine turned off, but by default, those things are on. Let's move on.
11: Sound feedback volume, 50% of speech volume, disabled.
0: Of course, mine is disabled because I haven't turned on the sound, so you could uh, change the loudness of those sounds if you have the sounds enabled. Below that we have...
11: Audio ducking, decrease other audio volume while speaking, off, switch.
0: I have mine again off, and this has to do... With times when you're playing a media and then you want to use your phone, at that point, TalkBack will decrease the media volume, giving priority to your TTS, thus making it possible for you to hear what your screen reader is saying. I have mine turned off. Let's go to the last one.
11: Vibration feedback. Off. Switch.
0: Vibration feedback. And of course, again, I have mine turned off. I will now go back to the previous screen and see what is next below the sound and vibration.
11: Talk back settings, sound and vibration.
0: Below that, we have the following
11: Customized gestures.
0: We have the customized gestures. And that's what we're going to be talking about today. And we will stop there once we go to the other one but before we go to the customized gestures let's now jump over to the pixel 4a and see if we have similar items in the sound and vibration i will now unlock the pixel 4a
10: device unlocked pixel launcher folder money four more items
0: now on this one i could tap with three fingers anywhere to activate the TalkBack menu, or I could still swipe down and curve to the right and bring up the menu. This time, though, I'm going to tap once with three fingers on the face of the phone to open up the TalkBack menu.
10: TalkBack menu. Actions.
0: list. I will now find the TalkBack settings.
10: Text-to-speech settings. TalkBack settings. TalkBack settings. Navigate up. Image out of list.
0: I am in the talkback settings, and I would be looking for sound and vibration, which is just below the verbosity area. Below my verbosity will have the following.
10: Speak passwords. Passwords always spoken. On. Switch.
0: The same thing as we saw earlier on. Next.
10: Sound and vibration.
0: Sound and vibration. Let's go in here.
10: Sound and vibration. Navigate up.
0: And here, here's what we got. Let's see if the arrangement is the same.
10: Sound and vibration. Vibration feedback off switch enlist.
0: Ah, we can see that there's a little bit of a rearrangement here. Let's keep going on.
10: Audio ducking. Decrease other audio volume while speaking off switch. Sound feedback off switch. Next. Sound feedback. Sound feedback volume 50% of speech volume disabled.
0: As you can see, there's a total rearrangement here on Android 12 Beta 4 running Talkback 12.0 when compared to my Pixel 2 XL running Android 11 with Talkback 9.1. They are totally rearranged here in the Talkback 12.0. Let's go back.
10: Talkback settings, sound and vibration, and list showing items one to.
0: Below Sound and Vibration,
10: controls. Heading.
0: we have a heading that says Controls, and below that Controls, we have the following.
10: Customize Focus Indicator
0: customized focus indicator that's what we do not have on talkback 9.1 and in our last episode of the blind android users podcast i had indicated that this is a new thing in 12.0 that is in talkback 12.0 wherein for example if you are on your home screen and you put your finger on an icon Typically, what happens in the past is that there will be a square around it, a line around it in a square that is green, and that was the color that was highlighting the thing that you just touched. But now with this focus indicator, you can choose different colors, and not only choose a different color, but you could also choose as to how thick that line should be, and that's what that focus indicator is. Below that is that customized gestures that we were going to be seeing, and I will now go down and touch on that customized gestures.
10: Customized gestures. Customized gestures. Navigate up image out of list.
0: When we tapped on customized gestures, here are the things that we find, and starting from the top, we have the following.
10: Customized gestures. Practice gestures enlisted.
0: Practice gestures. This is very important because here you can practice all the gestures before you go into the wild. I will tab here and see what we have.
10: Practice gestures. Try any talkback gesture on this screen to hear what that gesture does. Tap the screen with two fingers. Keep practicing by tapping once, twice, or three times with two, three, or four fingers you can also double tap and hold with two, three or four fingers out of list.
0: I do want to mention here in passing that there's something wrong here because ideally what is supposed to happen here is that when you tap with two fingers it will tell you what that equates to or two fingers or two finger single tap equals to this and that action or four finger tap equals to this and that. However, when we do that It doesn't tell us that because there's something wrong with the Android 12 Beta 4 running TalkBack 12.0. You will see what I'm talking about when we go to Pixel 2 XL and we go to this same area. So I will tap with two fingers. I tap once and that should have said Pause TalkBack. In other words, if I'm reading something and I tap with two fingers, it should pause the reading. But as you could hear, it said nothing. How about two finger double tap?
10: A euro. That should equate to approximately three hundred fifty dollars minus three hundred seventy five in American dollars.
0: As I double tap with two fingers, you heard some reading that came up because the double tap with two fingers starts a playback of whatever that was playing and I was listening to something using the Google Assistant, and when I double-tap with two fingers, it resumed that playback. I had to double-tap again to stop the playback. How about triple-tap? One, two, three. That is supposed to have said start reading from next item or whatever, and you can customize these things. But as you can see, it's not working right. So how about I tap with three fingers? That should tell me that that should invoke the talkback menu. But let's see. When I tap,
10: Talkback menu, navigation list cancel button.
0: It shouldn't have brought it up, but instead it should have told me that would start the TalkBack menu. So like I said, there's something absolutely wrong with TalkBack 12.0. I'm not even going to continue with this. I'm going to go back.
10: Customize gestures. Practice gestures. list.
0: Now below practice gestures, here are the things that we find. We find.
10: Reset gesture settings.
0: Reset gestures. If you tap here, if you have customized gestures, it will take you back to the defaults of talkback gestures. Let's keep going.
10: One finger heading.
0: Under the one finger heading, we have the following.
10: Swipe up, move navigation focus backward, or adjust reading control up. Swipe up.
0: That's remember using one finger. The next item is.
10: Swipe down, move navigation focus forward, or adjust reading control down. Swipe down. Next. Swipe left, previous item. Swipe left
0: so in other words, if I swipe from right to left with one finger, it will take me to the previous item. So, for example, if I swipe from right to left, listen to what it says.
10: Swipe down, move navigation focus forward, or adjust reading control down, showing items one to ten forty nine
0: so you see it took me back to the previous item that I read before reading the one I just performed the action on. Now I will move my finger down or you could swipe right. And that moves you to the next item.
10: Swipe right, next item.
0: So in other words, swiping from left to right with one finger moves you to the next item. So you could either be either in a list or in a grid. Doing those actions will take you to the next item or to the previous item. Let's go to the next.
10: One finger back and forth, heading. One finger back and forth.
0: This is what I call the scrubbing movement. In other words, you do one fluid movement, but with one finger. So you could swipe up and down in one, one movement like you're scrubbing something, or swipe left and right, or right and left. Let's see what we have.
10: Swipe up and down. Previous reading control. Swipe up and down.
0: So you want to change granularities. You just do that scrubbing movement.
10: Swipe down then up. Next reading control. Showing items 1 to 10 of 49.
0: So, for instance, I want to show you an example. I'm going to scrub up then down. Characters. Now, if I swipe down then up, it's going to say... Words. I have just gone back to the one before that. Now, if I swipe up and down, it should say characters. Characters. And if I swipe down then up, it should say words. Words. So, the reason why we have...
10: Swipe right, next item. One foot swipe up then down, previous reading control. And... Swipe down then up,
0: next reading control. Now you understand it. Let's keep going.
10: Swipe left then right, show custom actions. Showing items 11 to 20 of 49.
0: Swipe left and right, show actions. And actually, this is a customized gesture of mine. In other words, what this does is that if I'm sitting on an item and I swipe left and right in one fluid movement, it brings up the actions that I could perform. For instance, if I'm sitting on an email icon and I do that, I'm going to have either compose a new email or... I should have things like uninstall or move or remove if I'm on the home screen. You can always change these things to the one that best suits you and that's why this is all about customization. Let's swipe now or move our finger down to the next item and that will be...
10: Swipe right and left. Scroll forward.
0: That's by default. I haven't changed that. Next.
10: One finger angle. Heading. One finger angle.
0: And we come to the one-finger angle, and these are the angular gestures that you hear about a lot of times. And basically what this is, is that you draw a line either down, then curving to the right, or draw a line upwards and curving to the left or right, and things like that to perform actions. Most of the time, these are actions that actually could be done based on the OS Instead of the screen reader-based gestures, and all of these, remember, are based on the screen reader gestures and not native gestures of Android. And in my case, most of the time, I prefer using the Android native gestures as to the screen reader-based gestures. I want to be able to get familiar with the Android navigational system itself as to using those from Android the screen reader. So I could use these other gestures, the screen reader based, to do other actions if I so desire. So for instance, here's what we got.
10: Swipe up then left. Home. Swipe up then left.
0: Swipe up then left to go home. Why would I do that when in reality, I could take advantage of the Android native gesture, which is swiping with two fingers from the bottom and letting go at about an inch or thereabout, and it'll take me home. That is actually faster than doing a screen reader based gesture. But we have it. If that doesn't float your boat, then you choose the one you want. But for me, I prefer using the native gestures as to a screen reader based gesture. Let's go to the next.
10: Swipe up, then right. Open Talkback menu. Swipe up, then right
0: open talkback menu. I don't know how I got this one changed, but it's, by default, it's swiping down and right. Or if you're on a system that supports multi-finger gestures, just tap anywhere on the face of the phone with three fingers and that will open up the talkback menu. Next, we have
10: swipe down and left back. Swipe down and left.
0: We have the back, and of course, again, I prefer using the Android native gestures, and that means I swipe from either the left edge or the right edge with two fingers to go back. Remember, for a sighted person, it's a one finger, and where a sighted person uses one finger, for us as blind people, it calls for two. Next.
10: Swipe down, then right. Open talkback menu. Swipe down, then right.
0: And that is the one that is the default for bringing up TalkBack menu. Or you could simply tap with three fingers anywhere to bring up your TalkBack menu. Next.
10: Swipe left then up. Overview. Showing items 11 to 20 of 49.
0: Overview. And that's the recent apps. And so for me, again, I prefer using the Android native OS gestures. And that's swiping with two fingers from the bottom and then holding shortly thereafter, like an inch and holding, and that would pop up the recent apps or the overview. For a sighted person, all it requires is just one finger. Next.
10: Swipe left that down. Screen search.
0: Screen search. And this is where you can search things on the web. For instance, if you're on a website and you're looking for a particular word or, or so, you could just type that in and find that word or something that you're looking for. Next.
10: Swipe right then up. Start voice command. Showing items 11 to 20 of 49.
0: Voice commands. And this is something I was hoping that we would have had something like, hey, talk back or something like that to invoke the voice commands and tell Talkback to open something like open system settings or launch the assistant. But since we have to use a gesture to me, It sort of defeats the whole purpose, but you can customize it to something that is easier for you if you have difficulty with using this particular gesture. You tap there and go change it to something else that is easier for you. My rule is that if it is taking you more than two times to activate something, you should change it to something else that works for you. Let's go next.
10: Swipe right hand down. Notifications. Showing items 21 to 30 of 49.
0: Notification, and this is why, again, for me, I prefer using the native Android gesture and that's swiping down with two fingers from the top of the screen, and that pulls down your notification center. Let's go on.
10: Two fingers, heading.
0: We will stop here at the two finger gestures. And now, I will go back to Pixel 2 XL and look at the practice gestures under the Customize Gestures and continue from there, and call it done for installment 3. I am now back on my Pixel 2 Excel, And I'm going to go down and tap on Customize Gestures. So just below the
11: Controls heading,
0: we have
11: Customize Gestures.
0: And I'm going to tap here.
11: Customize Gestures. Navigate up button out of list.
0: Tapping on customized gestures, here are the things that we find.
11: Practice gestures in list. Practice gestures. Try any talk back gesture on the screen to hear what that gesture is. Try any gesture where two swipes form a right angle. For example, swipe down and then right, without lifting your finger in between, out of list.
0: As you can hear, we don't have anything about tapping because this does not support the multi-finger gestures. However, if I do those angular gestures, it should tell me what those gestures do. So for now, I'll swipe down and curve to the right and see what it will tell me that that gesture equates to.
11: Swipe down, then right. Open talk back menu. Uh
0: Uh-huh. How about...
11: Swipe right, then left. Turn talk back sound on
0: or off. And I had assigned this to mine, and the turn talk back sound on or off has to do with muting of talk back, and we'll be talking about that in our fourth installment. Now I'm going to swipe down, then curving to the left.
11: Swipe up, then left, home.
0: And that's the home. And now I'm going to do. The scrubbing movements, I'm going to swipe left and right in one fluid movement, in one scrub movement.
11: Swipe left and right. Show custom actions.
0: And now, right then left.
11: Swipe right then left. Turn talk back sound on or off.
0: Ah, I signed that to that again? (laughs) That was terrible. Okay, I'm going to swipe up and down. That is the scrubbing movement. And now, up then down
11: swipe up then down previous reading control and now swipe down then up next reading control
0: and those are the practice gestures so as you see the one in pixel for a running android 12.0 does not tell us those gestures like what we hear on the pixel to Excel running Android 9.1 in the practicing of the gestures. I bet you if I grab my other phone that is not running the Android 12 beta 4 and TalkBack 12.0, it will tell us about what those gestures do. Now next below that we have
11: Reset Gesture Settings.
0: Reset Gestures.
11: One Finger Heading.
0: And now we have the One Finger Movements.
11: Swipe up, move navigation focus backward or adjust reading control up. Next. Swipe down, move navigation focus forward or adjust reading control down. Swipe left, previous item. Swipe right, next item. One finger back and forth,
4: heading.
0: Here are the angular gestures. The whole idea is to see if there's anything different between the 12.0 and the 9.1. And since I've already explained these earlier on when we were talking about them on the Pixel 4a, I'm not going to explain those here because it's the same idea.
11: Swipe up and down, previous reading control. One finger back and forth, heading.
0: These are the scrubbing movement.
11: Swipe up and down, previous reading control swipe down then up, next reading control swipe left and right, show custom actions swipe up then down, previous reading control swipe down then up, next reading control swipe left and right, show custom actions swipe right then left, turn talk back sound on or off show. swipe left then down, screen search swipe right then up, turn talk back sound on or off Swipe right and down, notifications. Fingerprint gestures, heading.
0: And we come to the fingerprint gestures and we will stop here. But as you can see, we have the same similar gestures. And again, the word here is customization. Be sure to customize these things to your own liking. Until our next installment, which would be installment four, I hope to see you again.
1: Excellent. Uh, Thanks, Warren. And then, Warren, I think I'm going to hand over to you for our Android journey section.
0: Thank you so much, Ed. This indeed is my favorite part of the podcast. Last week, we had Wanda Wilford from New Jersey telling us about that fire in our house. And it was quite an interesting story. And this week, we have our friend Tracy Smith from South Africa. And Tracy, we're looking forward to hearing your wonderful journey with Android. And so, Tracy, take it away. Welcome, by the way. So I
12: started my Android journey when I got fed up with some of the things that that was happening on my iPhone. I started with my iPhone on my smartphone uh, journey. And then I thought, let me give it a bash and try an Android phone. And I thought to myself, let me just get one that's cheap then I won't be sorry if it's a disaster. I will be sorry, but it, won't, it wouldn't be such a train smash if it's a disaster. So I got myself this no-name brand. I don't even know. I can't remember the name of the phone, off of some shopping site. And when the phone came, shock, shock, horror, horror, there was no Google Play services, no talkback. So it came time for me to figure out how to get the Google Play on the phone. Then after getting Google Play, how to get TalkBack. After TalkBack is installed and trying to use the phone, none of the apps that I started that I had to use, for instance, the messenger, the the phone app, none of them were accessible, which I suppose was part of the fun. It was a bit daunting in the beginning, but it was part of the fun. Because then I got to play with um, different apps and customize the phone to uh, the way I like it. And I, I used to sit at work and the people said, what's that? What's that? And they'd all be fascinated with me, with my little Android f- phone. And I think most of the, I was working in a, at a place where there were quite a few blind people and all of them were using iPhones and Android, I don't think a blind person can use an Android phone. And I was sitting there lunchtime that with my little Android phone and fascinating everybody. And in the beginning, I was told, no, you, you wouldn't be able to use this thing. And it was quite a bit of a journey, but I, I, I got to use it. And from there, I've been using it side by side with my Apple phone until about five, six years ago where I ditched. My Apple altogether, and I've been using Android, and I've never looked back. I uh like I like Android a lot. I enjoy things like um, the fact that I can plug and play. I can just connect my phone to my uh, to my computer, and I can just load music or connect. For instance, the other day my 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 um, my computer um had to be reformatted and there was no Wi-Fi um driver and I could go on my phone and download the Wi-Fi driver and plug it into my computer and install the Wi-Fi driver from there. So it's just something that you could I could never do with my Apple phone. So I, I love the I, I love the the Android journey and I don't think I'm gonna be changing uh,
0: anytime soon. Great. Now, Tracy, while we were talking earlier, you talked about uh, taking something under the blanket, you know, instead of uh, something cuddly. You took that phone under the blanket. Something happened. You want to tell us that story, the blanket episode?
12: Oh, yeah. I think that's... uh, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> quite, quite fun. Uh, well, I'm, I can say I'm lucky to be alive. I have. Uh, I was visiting a friend, and the, the plug setup was a bit weird. And the phone was hanging, and it landed in the blankets. And it was a super hot summer night. And the next day, um, I saw that the, the phone looked pretty swollen, and the front of the the glass was coming off, and I thought, "Oh my word, my glass is coming off!" It looks like my phone is swollen, and I took it. my my brother said he suspected there's something not kosher here. The phone is the phone is um is there's something wrong with the battery, so I took it to the phone Repair Shop, and luckily they could replace the battery, but she said you know what this was a biohazard imagine if the thing exploded (laughs) while i was using it but yes so that was my little phone disaster it was a little was a a Huawei phone that really uh caused some catastrophe there but uh, at least we could remedy the situation And I've learned my important lesson from them. Never put a cell phone under a blanket under, on a hot sunny night.
0: <laughs> no, no. Uh, you're better off finding something more cuddly. <laughs> Especially in, in the summertime. <laughs> I'm not sure about cuddling in the summertime either. <laughs> yeah.
12: Just keep, keep the blankets far away from the phone. <laughs>
0: Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, thank you so much for your story that's beautiful (laughs) now you know why this happens to be my favorite uh, part or segment of the podcast I really like these Android journey stories because there's always something interesting there and um, it actually helps our listeners in determining what to get when they're looking for a phone and uh, trying to avoid those uh, pitfalls that you went through yes yeah, thank Definitely you so much. do
12: your research beforehand.
0: Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Always you do that research, phone. and make sure you don't get a phone that doesn't have a play, uh play services because that just uh, makes your job a little bit harder.
2: So, which was that phone? Was it a Xiaomi phone? Or was it was a Techno phone. It must be some Chinese. It was a no,
0: Chinese phone. I think, no name, no I'm, brander. Oh,
2: okay. No,
12: no name brand. <laughs> okay.
0: Yes. <laughs> Oh my gosh! And you know that's the problem. A lot of Chinese phones don't have, uh, you know, Play Store. You know, I'm talking outside of the main, uh, the mainstream ones. Those all come with Play Store services. All the Xiaomi's and all the Apple's and the Realme's and all of that. But if you go to other ones, I had like um, what was it? I don't remember something like that that didn't have you know Play services. So. It's just odd. Actually, it had play services, but did not have talkback. And that's what is common in most Chinese phones. Uh, Outside of the main ones, uh, there are a lot of them that don't have talkback accessibility. So you always want to uh, research before you get it if you don't want someone to be helping you install it. And most especially if you happen to reformat your phone, then you're going to be starting from scratch again trying to have someone help, uh, help you get that. Uh, you know okay. talk back on there so you don't want to go down that road always make sure you get the right phone
2: sometimes even xiaomi and poco phones don't come with uh, placed services and talk back so you have to be very careful when you're ordering something from ebay or something so what happens is they they have two roms one is global rom one is chinese rom so most of the sometimes they have chinese roms installed on their phone which is a, which is their i mean factory version of android but it's Chinese. So is without a place or store or services. Oh, yeah.
0: No. Yeah, so if um, you're getting a phone. this was
12: way before. This was old phone. I think it was more than it's 10 years ago that, that I got this phone, even 12 years ago that I had.
0: Yeah, no, so that was typical then. 10, 12 years 10, ago, oh. uh, that would have been typical. But, yeah, it's always good to make sure that the phone that you're getting is not all only intended for the Chinese market. And so people need to kind of pay attention to that and make sure that phones that they're getting are not for the Chinese market, but it's something that is global. And when it's global, then it's bound to have the Play Store services.
1: And what have you got now, Tracy? What's your current phone?
12: It's a Samsung A12. Yeah. Yeah, that's so alright.
0: Ah, see, you you've come so far from you know a no-brander, you know. <laughs> no yeah, name. at least I'm using decent
12: phones. Now.
0: <laughs> that's really good. That's good. All right. Well, thank you so much.
12: Thank you so much, and thank
0: you for inviting me. You're welcome. And and next time, uh, keep something under the blanket, other. Then the phone. Then the right? phone. Phones
12: are not supposed <laughs> to be on the blankets. <laughs> Actually, not in summertime.
0: <laughs> Thank you. Now that it's winter time, there's something more cuddly, you know. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh. Yeah, although this time of year, I wouldn't, you know, in the winter, I wouldn't mind my phone getting warm. You know, probably it warms me up.
4: (laughs) Yeah, a little too
0: warm. Yeah, a little too warm. (laughs) (laughs) And we don't want the uh, batteries swelling up. That's definitely something we want to try to avoid, um, not having our batteries uh, swelling up.
1: Austin, just before we close, how can people find us?
2: So people can find us by many ways. The first way is visit us on our blindandroidusers.com website. And as mentioned in the announcements, you can post your guides, you can listen to the podcast, subscribe to the newsletter. And the best of all, you can give us feedback on how the website is and how we are doing. And if you need any more improvement, you can tell us that. The next way is if you have any questions to the podcast team, any CSR questions, talkback questions, fitness questions, then you can email contact us at blindandroidusers.com and we will answer your questions by email because we do not read the questions on the podcast, but some of the questions we will demo on the podcast so you can put your questions there. If you want to submit your Android journey story, but if you cannot come on zoom for recording, you want to do it recorded, pre-recorded and send it to us, you can send it to myandroidjourney at blindandroidusers.com. You can join our mailing list, our fantastic mailing list and discuss everything that is to do with technology, but basic Android, the Android comes first. Then if you have any technical questions, you can ask there. You can send an email to blind Android users plus subscribe at groups.io. You can read and join our telegram group or Twitter, follow the YouTube channel, subscribe to that and follow the clubhouse. And all those links will be in the show notes. That is from us this week.
1: Thanks, Austin, and thanks, everyone, for listening. And we shall see you all next week.
2: Bye-bye.
0: Bye. Bye, Bye, guys. And We look forward to seeing you next week. And that has been another episode of the Blind Android Users podcast. As always, we appreciate hearing from you. You send those email messages to contact us at blindandroidusers.com. For those My Android Journey stories, we encourage you to send those to myandroidjourney at blindandroidusers.com. Until we see you in our next episode, you have a wonderful day.